Good day. From the Bridge on this Chronicles, this is Newsflyer for May 14th, 2022. I'm Jason Smith, and we have lots of news stories to talk about in this week's podcast. One of the biggest stories we have is in connection with climate change, and it delivers a stern warning that could not get any clearer. Here are the stories you'll be listening to. Glacial flooding wipes out key historic bridge on the Pakistani-Chinese border. Cracks in the Stone Archport's restoration of a historic bridge in Iowa on hold indefinitely. Historic viaduct in Tacoma, Washington is coming down. Historic Route 66 bridge in Missouri to be replaced, this time it's a crossing in Marshfield. Grand Forks gets a new Red River crossing. First elliptical arch bridge in Washington, D.C. to get a full rehabilitation. International suspension bridge in Texas receives full funding to be restored. And lastly, the Czech Republic, also known as Czechia, breaks the world record for its own longest pedestrian suspension bridge. Now the news. Hassanabad, Pakistan. A historic bridge serving a key highway connecting Pakistan with China was destroyed in an event of biblical proportions. The Hassanabad Bridge in the Hunza district spans the river bearing the same name of the district and was a two-span open spandrel deck arch bridge. It carried the Karakoram Highway a 1,300-kilometer stretch of highway that connects Pakistan and China and is considered the eighth wonder of the world because of its highest paved highway in the world with an elevation of 4,714 meters above sea level. It took 16 years to build the highway connecting Punjab, Pakistan, with Xinjiang, China, passing through many mountain passes, including the one in Hassanabad located at the border. This highway was opened in 1978. The bridge itself was built over a century ago and featured a combination concrete and stone arch bridge with two spans and ornamental railings. The bridge collapsed on Saturday morning in a dramatic fashion. According to multiple news sources, violent floodwaters undermined the bridge's piers and abutments, causing one span to twist and, and collapse, as well as causing damage to the other span. No one was hurt in the bridge collapse, but primarily because officials had closed the bridge off prior to the incident. The flood also destroyed three power stations, causing outages in much of the valley. The bridge collapse was a result of massive flooding in what scientists called a glacial lake outburst flood, also short GLOF. This is caused when a glacier melts much more rapidly than anticipated, causing glacial lakes to overflow its banks and flood everything in the valley. In the case of this bridge, it was located near the Schisper Glacier. This rapid melting is the cause of extreme heat, where in the past two months, vast portions of Central and Southern Asia have been battling temperatures of over 50 degrees Celsius daily, equivalent to 120 degrees Fahrenheit. This has put uh, many lives at stake, and already hundreds of people have died of heat-related illnesses in parts of Pakistan, Bangladesh, and India. The heat wake has been exacerbated by massive deforestation in China where attempts to stop the process have been quashed by the government in Beijing. Also, the Pakistani government has turned a blind eye on the environmental problems the country has faced, even in the disputed state of Kashmir, where this bridge is located. Officials are scrambling to build a temporary crossing at the site of the structure that was destroyed, while making plans to build a brand new bridge. This temporary structure will be in place within a month. Meanwhile, the main highway has been closed to all traffic, and motorists are advised to take the roads in the Sass Valley as a detour until further notice. You can find a video of this uh, bridge washout in the Newsflyer podcast. Elkader, Iowa. Work to restore the Keystone Arch Bridge has come to a halt after a crack was discovered in the arches. 
the Keystone Arch Bridge is a two-span stone arch bridge spanning the Turkey River at Bridge Street in Elkader, in Clayton County, located in northeastern Iowa. The bridge was built by two Dubuque firms in 1889, Vernon Blake Masonries and Matthew Shergi Jr. as bridge designer and engineer. It has been on the National Register of Historic Places since 1976. An inspection report revealed a crack in one of the arches. This was conducted on April 28th and 29th. Since that time, the bridge has been closed to traffic, including pedestrians. Further studies is being done to determine the severity of the crack, keeping in mind that unknown variables are also existent. This includes how it will affect the arch bridge span itself. Plans are being considered for a temporary shoring structure to be placed on the southern span of the structure to stabilize the bridge during the rehabilitation process. This will add more cost to the project, which the city may have to take in unless there is some help from outside. Already the design phase will cost $20,000 alone. The city had already set aside $180,000 for the entire project. Once this temporary structure is in place, restoration can commence, which will most likely t include making repairs to the cracks. At the present time, there is no concrete timeline as to when this temporary structure will be in place and how long the restoration project will last after this structure is installed, though many have predicted that this project will be completed well into 2023. Yet, this crack in the arches is nothing new, as several arch bridges in Iowa were torn down because of that. The most well-known was the Marble Rock Bridge spanning the Shell Rock River in Floyd County. That crack went through the, the three-span concrete arch bridge, and it was discovered in 1993 during an inspection. The bridge was closed to traffic, and it was subsequently torn down and replaced in 1995. A segment of that arch bridge is on display at the park next to the new structure. Tacoma, Washington. It had spanned the Pelup River and railroad yard for over 110 years, having served traffic until its closure in 2014. Now the crews are tearing down accommodation bridge because it's a safety hazard. The 11th Street Viaduct features a, featured a li vertical lift bridge and steel viaduct. The lift span was built in 1912, and it was converted to a fixed span, which was a through-truss bridge, in 1930. At that same time, the viaduct was also built. It served over 2,000 cars daily, connecting Port Tacoma with the tide flats until it was closed for safety re reasons in 2014. After multiple calls because of falling debris on autos and other, and other things, the crews are tearing down the viaduct portion of the bridge, consisting all but the last 100 to 200 feet of the total 2,700-foot bridge. Once completed, the portion between Milwaukee Way and Stewart Street will be no more. The removal work started on March 30th and is expected to be completed by the end of the fall at a cost of $7 million. The truss bridge will remain intact mainly because there are water mains going over it. Yet, as soon as a mains, new main is constructed and water is rerouted from the bridge, that span will be torn down. When that will happen remains open. The city is planning on building a new viaduct with the main span mimicking the through truss span over the Palup as part of the project to redevelop the Port of Tacoma and Tide Flats. Planning on that is currently in the preliminary stages, and but that has been hampered thanks to the situation with the Palup main span. We'll keep you posted on the latest with this bridge. Marshfield, Missouri. One of the rugs that had been part of Route 66 is coming down. According to the news story from Route 66 News, the Route CC Bridge is a Pratt Pony truss bridge with riveted connections spanning the Ninangua 
Brent's River near Marshfield. It was built in 1923 by M.E. Gillios, who had built dozens of bridges in that region. As many as 3,800 cars crossed the bridge, but the structure had uh, structural problems within the past few years. The bridge was closed to traffic on Monday to allow crews to replace the bridge. According to information, the bridge will be replaced with a structure that will be higher than the original and also longer. In contrast to a similar crossing on Route 66 in Wellston, Oklahoma, the trusses will not be retained in the new bridge. This has sparked outcries from many in the Route 66 community about using the Section 106 of the Historic Preservation Laws for the Marshfield Crossing. According to Rich Dinkula of the Route 66 Association of Missouri, the organization is looking into ways of salvaging the trusses as the bridge is being replaced. The new structure will be open to traffic this fall. Grand Forks, North Dakota The metropolitan area of Grand Forks and East Grand Forks is going to have another bridge crossing. In a stunning vote, the City Council voted unanimously to construct a new bridge over the Red River at 32nd Avenue on the North Dakota side. The East Grand Forks City Council will purchase 64 acres of land for the crossing. The corridor, which would extend 32nd Avenue from its current terminus at Belmont Road, it would cross the Red River and continue on before joining Highway 200 on the Minnesota side. That highway would lead to U.S. Highway 2, which leads into East Grand Forks. The cost for the project is estimated to be over $40 million, yet both the state of North Dakota and Minnesota will split the cost. The extension of the corridor had been in discussion for over 20 years, with Grand Forks Mayor preferring the southern corridor to be located several miles south of Grand Forks near the golf club. Yet there was a separate agreement that was made that would warrant another crossing, which means there will be two crossings in the near future. Grand Forks and East Grand Forks have four crossings over the Red River separating Minnesota and North Dakota, and two over the Red Lake River on the Minnesota side. A fifth bridge over the Red River, a Northern Pacific crossing, was removed in 1998 after sustaining extensive damage by, caused by floods that inundated the entire metro area a year earlier. Washington, D.C. The, the first parabolic arch bridge built in the country is going to be rehabilitated. The Piney Branch Parkway Bridge is a single-span, closed-spandrel concrete arch bridge with a parabolic arch span. It spans Piney Branch Parkway at Park at the park and carries 16th Street Northwest between Arkansas Avenue and Spring Road Northwest. It was built by the Penn Bridge Company in 1906 and is characteristic for its bronze sculptures of tigers on each corner of the 270-foot long span, created by Alexander Fimster Proctor. While some work will be carried out on the statues, the majority of the re rehabilitation will include replacing the pedestrian fence, improving the slope, upgrading the, upper tra upgrading the traffic signal, and bridge lighting, as well as replacing the guardrail, repairing the concrete, and adding the biofilter planters to manage the stormwater. The cost for the whole project is estimated to be at $11 million, yet the federal government will cover the entire cost for the rehabilitation. Traffic will be rerouted to Georgia Avenue, Connecticut Avenue, and Beach Drive. Traffic on the parkway will encounter some temporary lane closures with limited construction hours. The bus traffic will not be impacted. This project is expected to last 19 months. Roma, Texas. Officials on both sides of the border are getting a major boost, for a suspension bridge spanning the Rio Grande at the U.S.-Mexican border will be renovated thanks to funding from the state. 
This bridge involved is the Roman Ciudad Miguel Aleman suspension bridge. The steel suspension bridge was built in 1928 and had originally served regular traffic and as an international border checkpoint until it was decommissioned in 1979 and replaced with the current structure located only a few yards away. The suspension bridge, which had been fenced off to all traffic, has been in the National Register since 1984. Since then, city officials have been working to restore and reactivate the suspension bridge to alleviate traffic that is crossing the modern bridge. Arguing that the cost of demolishing the bridge is, is far more than when simply restoring it. On Tuesday, Congressman Henry Kuller and the City of Roma announced that the federal government is, has granted them $5 million in funding for the project. With that money plus additional resources from both sides of the border, work can finally start on restoring the bridge and opening it to traffic again. Though it is more likely it will be a pedestrian crossing, as the cost for that is far less than when, when reconstructing it and using it as a full-scale traffic again. According to information, the estimated cost for, for restoring the bridge as a pedestrian crossing would be $2.7 million. Yet, for a full-fledged restoration, it would be $15 million. We're going to keep you posted on the latest with that bridge. And our last story in this week's podcast takes us to Czechia, also known as the Czech Republic. The country is famous for its unique crossings, most of them dating back to more than 100 years ago. This includes most of the bridges found in Prague, which is known as the City of Bridges. But in this bridge story takes us to the Moravia region in north-central Czechia, specifically in the village of Doni Morava, which is 10 kilometers east of the Polish border. One year after the opening of the longest pedestrian suspension bridge in the world in Portugal in the Aruca 516, this area now has a, now holds the title as the world's longest suspension bridge, and as with the Sky Bridge 721. This bridge was opened to pedestrians recently. The number 721 stands for the total length of the bridge from the ridge of Slamic Mountain to the ridge of Schlumbalken. In the English measurements, it's 2,365 feet. It also has a height of 95 meters above the ground, or in English, 312 feet. One will step onto the bridge at an altitude of 1,125 meters and off it at 1,135 meters above sea level. The Sky Bridge 721 is located just meters from the Sky Trail, where a walking nature museum featuring the augmented reality of the history of Czechia and its previous state of Czechoslovakia is available for viewing. A big win for nature lovers who want to know more about Czech history and enjoy the natural, reach, uh, natural regions of the mountains. However, for those who have a fear of heights, this bridge is definitely not recommended. Before we go, we'd, we'd like to encourage you to subscribe to the Bridge Hunters Chronicles directly on the web as well as in the social media pages, for we have some exciting stuff coming in the next week. In the next week, we will have our first set of interviews with the winners of the 2021 Bridge Hunter Awards. This time was Kate Castle, our Lifetime Achievement Award winner, and her colleague Susan Threader. Together they led the efforts to restoring the Rochester Bridge in England, which won in two categories. Plus we have a tour guide of bridges in Meissen in the German state of Saxony that will make its debut for tourists wishing to visit some bridges over the summer. That plus some other articles posted this past week and more, they can be found in the Chronicles. Subscribe and enjoy the articles, videos, and photos. And that's it for this edition of the Chronicles News Flyer. I'm Jason Smith. Thank you for listening. And until next week, happy bridge hunting and happy trails till we meet again. Bye now.